the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. God never forgets about us. Can we say we never forget about Him? How often do we arise and neglect to say, Thank you, Lord, for another day? Or thank you, Lord, for keeping my family and me safe at the end of the day? He remembers us even when we don't deserve it. Therefore, we must remember the Lord our God every second of every day. As Pastor Rander ministers to us, have your Bible, pen, and paper handy as you will want to take notes. I want to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. In other words, you got to go back to the ABCs of the faith. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. I wonder how many spiritual babies do we have here at Maranatha? Do you realize you can be 60, 70, and 80 years old, still a spiritual baby? Let me tell you something. There's some profound truths I want to say on these scriptures. Number one, when your own spiritual growth, when your own spiritual growth becomes a priority, you will seize learning opportunities which cause you to grow spiritually. When your own spiritual growth becomes priority. In other words, is your spiritual growth priority to you? You will seize, say seize, learning opportunities which causes you to grow, to grow. In other words, the word of God is critical for spiritual maturity and helping believers to discern between good and evil. So many saints have been blinded by deception because of a deficiency of the word of God in their lives, which leaves them weak and vulnerable and exploited by the enemy. And God doesn't want you to be vulnerable. He doesn't want you to be weak. He doesn't want you exploited by Satan. He wants you strong. He wants you spiritually mature so that you can make an impact in the kingdom of God for the glory of God. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14 says, but solid food belongs to those who are of full age. In other words, you got to grow up. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. In other words, the word of God enhances one's discernment. To be able to discriminate and discern and to judge between truth and error, right and wrong. Huh? And so the mature you get in Christ, the more discerning you are as a Christian. God doesn't want you to be stunted in your spiritual growth. And just because someone is young in age 
does not necessarily mean they are spiritually immature. You can be 60 years old and a baby. And you can be like this young man right here that's 17 years old that led the worship service and be spiritually mature. See? So it's not based on age. You got some old fools. That's right. That's right. You know? And then just because you're young don't mean you're foolish. Oh, you got a lot of young fools, I must admit. I know a lot of young fools out there. But listen, but just because you're young does not necessarily mean you're a fool. There are some wise young people who mean means business for, for God. You know, stop calling our generation the X generation. We're the chosen generation. We're the chosen generation. We're king's kids. We belong to Jesus. I'm going to tell you something else too. God holds you responsible for building yourself up spiritually on your most holy faith. This faith, you saved by God, a holy God who deposited in you salvation through Jesus Christ. Once you place your faith, your hope, your trust in him alone, that's a holy faith. And God holds you responsible for building yourself up spiritually on your most holy faith. I love what it says in Jude 20. You said, that's it? Yes, Jude 20. Jude 20 is just Jude 20. It's not Jude chapter 2. It's just Jude. Jude 20 says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. God, God holds you responsible for building yourself up in your most holy faith. You are responsible for building yourself up through the word of God. And there's so much illiteracy biblically uh, in the church today. Let me tell you something. When you're growing and you're serious about the word of God and you're serious about spiritual growth, and you want to see God take you from one level to the next level to the next level in Christ going upward in him. You don't have to beg, pull, struggle, or push saints when they become a serious student of the word of God. Oh, come on to Bible study. Read your Bible. Now you know better. Come on. Wait a minute. You don't have to. You don't have to beg spiritually mature people. You don't have to struggle with spiritual mature saints. You don't have to push them. You don't have to connive them, manipulate them. None of that when they are serious about the word of God. They are, here are the characteristics of those who are on meat and not milk. They are committed. They position themselves to learn. They are on time and not tardy. You, you come to church late, but come to work early. You position themselves to learn. They're on time, not tardy. They use their Bibles. I know you have Bibles in, and all these iPhones and all of this stuff. And I, I know it's all, it's everywhere in technology, but it's something about bringing your Bible, the book. To church. People need to see you walking uh, to your car with your Bible. Your Bible needs to be in your hand. That's right. 
Your kid know how to use technology, but do they know how to use the Bible? Matter of fact, when you come to church, you come to church to learn about the what? Bible. My question is, where is your Bible in God's house? If it is priority, why don't you have it? Huh? You didn't forget to bring your cell phone. Huh? And y'all know not to wear Bluetooth in here. Huh? This is, a, this is the church that the word of God built. Why do you need your cell phone in church anyhow? Are you that important? Who are you expecting to hear? I thought you came to hear from God. I had one day, one service out you know, months ago, I said, everybody with a cell phone, raise it up. I'm going to take it out and raise it up. I asked them, but one person raised up two. I said, oh my goodness. I said, well, how many, pers- how many of you text in church? And, and then all the hands went up about texting in church. It, that is the height of insensitivity when you're going to text secularly while something spiritual is happening right in your midst. Are you so addicted to that stuff that you can't even leave it in the car for just an hour and a half? You, you mean to tell me you, you, who, you spoke, who, you, who you expect to hear? Are you expecting to hear from God or people? Why are you so important? Why do you think you that important? Why do you have such a high view of yourself? You're not that important. Get over yourself. Shut it down so you can hear God. You know, when you're spiritually mature, you're on time and not tardy. You're on time for Sunday school. You're on time for worship services. You're on time for evening worship service. You use your Bibles. You don't make excuses. Hell, I forgot. I forgot. You're not habitually absent. You know, very few Christians can come to church four Sundays in a row. That's right. Look how quiet they Oh, yeah. amen lights. <laughs> Nobody said amen now. What's wrong? Are y'all still out there? Oh, <laughs> Why is it so difficult? I mean, you got this Sunday, you have, how many, this month you have how many Sundays? Five? You got first Sunday, second Sunday, third Sunday, fourth Sunday, this is fourth Sunday, then fifth Sunday. You mean tell me, why is it so hard to come five Sundays this month when you can go to work five days in one week? You mean tell me you have a greater allegiance to money than you do God? Where is your priority, folk? The Bible says, why call me Lord and do not the things I say? Are you kidding me? Some of y'all said, I'm not coming back to that church. He's too strong. I'm not apologizing for the truth. Because only the truth going to set you free. If it step on your feet, just holler out, amen, and get over it. Oh, God, I just woke up. <laughs> yeah, you know, making excuses, absent. You know, a, a person who is spiritually mature, they are good listeners. You know, they don't want distractions. They don't want anybody whispering. They don't want notes passed. They don't want to get up. They, they take care of their business before they get in the house of God. And they apply what they learn. You take the notes that you're writing 
and you, 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 you live by it. Growing spiritually mature saints are excited about learning. Uh, you are growing spiritually mature saints are excited about learning the word of God. If you're not excited about learning the word of God, you are a dry, stale saint. And you stink up the place because the word of God can't perfume your life. Oh, God, help me preach this message. Growing spiritually mature saints are excited about the word of God. I mean, you can't wait to come. You, you, so, you so in love with the word of God. I can't wait to hear what's going to be said from the book of the law today. God has brought me to the worship, the house of worship, to, to worship him in, in spirit and in truth and to hear the bread of life broken so that I may receive it and live thereby so that I can grow to look more like Jesus. Philippians chapter one, verse nine says, I pray that your love will overflow, overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing. I love that. And that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. Now, some of y'all, you're not you've grown to a certain point and you stop and you're not you're not keeping on growing. You know why? I heard that before. He's saying that again. That ain't for me. Shirley should have been here. <laughs> so you don't grow. You, you see everything that's wrong in the church and never see the word of God in light of your life. Huh? Keep on growing. Don't stop growing. When you stop growing, you get more messy. The word of God tells us to pray without ceasing. Prayer is talking to God. We talk to our family, friends, co-workers, acquaintances, and strangers with ease. Yet so often, we don't take the time to talk with God, our source, for everything. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Prayer does and will sustain us through the power of the Holy Spirit. We have it within us. We must always tap into it. You stop growing, you get more foolish, you act more ignorant. You stop growing, you go crazy. When you, when you stop growing, your mouth go off. That's right. When you stop growing, there are repercussions to, to stunted growth. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, study. Say study. study. Stop, young folk, stop taking shortcuts in school. That's why when it's time to take the test, you can't pass it. Study. You didn't go to school to play, even in college. Study. You got to study. You have to burn, burn some oil. Sit there. Cut off the gadget. Be yourself still and study. And stop trying to do just enough to get by. And then you're crying because you can't pass. Then you want God to bail you out when you didn't even have integrity in your study. God said, why should I help? Oh, God, help me pass the test. God said, well, did you study? He said, why should I help you pass? There are things you can do for yourself, too. Now, now you study, then you pray. And then you and pray while you're studying. Then I'll help your mind to recall. 
Huh? What you've studied. And stop cramming at the last minute. When you get the when you get that syllabus, start working on it right then. A week before, here you go. You pa- having panic attacks. Fact is, you started too late. Okay, study to show yourself approval to God. A workman needeth not be ashamed. Rightly, accurately dividing the word of truth. Let me say something. Saints who are serious students of the Bible. Don't expect to be spoon, to be spoon fed all of their lives. Did you hear what I said? Saints who are serious students of the Bible don't expect to be spoon fed all of their lives. You get that little baby, you know. I see a little baby, you know, little babies crying over here, and uh, and all around in here we got babies. That's good. That's life. Amen. Hey, say amen for babies. Amen. But now that baby is on milk. And if that baby, uh, 20 years old, still wanting breast milk, you, you, you say, wait a minute now. They're they, they going to do more. They're they going to bite. They gonna, that, that's, that looks so bizarre and crazy. You, you, you know, why does that look so strange? Because you're saying they're too old to be still looking for their mama's breast. Won't y'all say amen? Don't look at me like that. Spoon fed. People got to spoon feed you. Everybody, I call these high name Bible teachers. You can't feed yourself. You know, it's good. It's great having all these teachers and pastors and all these great uh, theologians. But let me tell you something. God holds you responsible for studying that book for yourself so that you can glean, so that you can grow through the process of your own study. Saints who are serious. Students of the Bible don't expect to be spoon fed all of their lives. They know how to study and rightly divide the word of truth for themselves. Number two, if you are passive about your study, apathetic about your study, and you're not proactive about your own spiritual growth and development, it will result in spiritual erosion and deterioration of your own spiritual life. You begin to regress and not progress. There's a spiritual, gradual erosion and decline because of your inability to take the truth of God's word seriously. You you can't be biblically illiterate and expect to give God more glory. The Bible says keep on growing. You have you got you can't be passive apathetic. You got to be proactive about your spiritual growth and development. It will result in spiritual Erosion if you're not proactive about your own study and about your own spiritual development. Let me share this with you. Are y'all hanging with me? I hope I haven't choked you too badly. Now, if you're choking, it's for a reason. It's because you're a baby. Listen, you know you're growing spiritually when you are willing to financially invest in spiritual resources to help you grow. That's why the Well Bookstore is back there. We're not trying to break you. We're trying to resource you, you see. And some, some saints are too cheap with their own spiritual development and growth. When you are serious about your spiritual development, you'll do whatever it takes to grow spiritually, such as buying CDs, buying DVDs, buying books, taking Bible classes, going to seminars and conferences. Don't be so cheap that you start your own spiritual growth. That's right. 
Don't be so cheap that you stunt your own spiritual growth. That's right. You buy all this stuff. You have no problems buying at Dillard's. No problem buying at uh, Papa Do's. No, no, no problem buying buying down at um, y'all help me because y'all know some of these stores. Y'all all of a sudden y'all lost your memory. You buying down at North Star Mall, the Forum. Oh, you go all the way over on I ten, the other side, to buy something. Spend gas along the way to buy. Spend $30 worth of gas for a $5 sale. (laughs) And then when it comes to your own growth and development, it's too much. Don't be so cheap that you stunt your own spiritual growth. I love what the New Living Translation says in Proverbs 17, 16. It says, it is senseless to pay tuition to educate a fool. Since he has no heart for learning. Did y'all get that? There it is. See that? Proverbs 17, 16. Jot that one down. It's in the New Living Translation. I love the way. It is senseless to pay tuition to educate a fool. And some of these children of yours, they're five years in college, still a freshman. Stop dumping your money into a fool. If they still there all that time, let them pay their own education. Since he has no heart for learning. I wonder, are there any fools in the house? If you don't have a heart for learning and you're content to be biblically ignorant, if you don't care less about your spiritual growth and development, if you don't care less about giving God more glory in these last evil days, it just might be that you are fool. Oh, God. In closing, some of y'all say, Herb, in closing. <laughs> Herb, in closing. I can't take no more. Y'all been waiting on that word, two words. You ain't heard nothing else. You just said, where's in closing? (laughs) In closing. It is impossible to grow until you have first been born again. I'm, I'm closing on that. It is impossible to grow unless you have been born again by the Spirit of God. You can't teach a dead person nothing. Even when they come to the counseling office here, I've talked to counselors here. I said, listen, don't spend all your time counseling a dead person. Get to the crux of the matter. Ask them, ask them first, have you been born again? You talking about four, four goals for your life. No, the goal is you need to get saved. (laughs) Gospel of John chapter 3, verses 3 and 7 says, Jesus answered him, referencing, uh, speaking of Nicodemus. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, 
he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 7 says, do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. Have you been born again? Spiritually dead people cannot grow spiritually. That's right. It, when, so, when we get the body here in the casket, nobody's saying, well, are they going to grow in three months from now? You, you be looking, are you crazy? You don't expect a dead body to grow. And neither do we expect a dead spiritual life to grow. And maybe you don't want to grow. And maybe you don't want a Bible. And maybe you're not serious about the things of God. Maybe the issue is salvation. It just may be you haven't been born again. And until you come into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ, when God loosed the scales of darkness and blindness from your eyes and transfer you out of darkness into the kingdom of light, only then are you capable of receiving spiritual truth. Spiritually dead people cannot grow spiritually. One must first have the life of God living in his or her soul before spiritual growth can take place. Beloved, have you been born again? I know this is not a popular message, but you keep coming back because you know it's the truth. And only the truth will set you free. And all God's children said, God is real. When we accept him as our Lord and Savior, the indwelling Holy Spirit becomes alive in us. And as indescribably good as that is, the best is yet to come. In heaven, God himself will live among his children. No more problems, no more pain, no more preparing for the worst, because the worst will no longer exist, nor will we remember that it ever did. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.